Welcome to another pause episode where we put into practice slowing down in order to create more ease and better engagement with the situations before you. Today's episode is going to practice getting out of an anxiety spiral. An anxiety spiral is what happens when we unconsciously get triggered Another way of saying it is we have no knowledge that our mind is now in fight or flight mode and every thought that we have is noticing all the things that could go wrong or in our mind are going wrong. An example of this could be maybe I see something on social media and again I don't realize that I'm on high alert so my mind wants to make sense of being on high alert And it instantly goes into analyze mode. It will land on something. In this situation, it lands on my son is at school and he's not with me. Suddenly, my whole body feels like he's not safe. Suddenly, my mind goes to a review of the past week where a situation happened and someone was arrested for bringing a weapon to school, albeit another school. And I could be so worried that it even feels like it's an impression from God. That suddenly my fear is like it's a foreshadowing of what's happening. And I don't have any sense to say, whoa, is this really true? So maybe I call the school or I call other parents or text them and say, is everything okay? And it's as if I'm living in a crisis situation. This is what happens when we go into an anxiety spiral. Some people call it catastrophizing. It's the same thing. It's where our nervous system, kind of like a tornado, just starts putting everything into fear and worry as if it really is the truest emotion that we should be feeling. So today, we're going to practice activating our nervous system. Maybe I've slightly activated you now. And we're going to end the activation by coming back into a calm place. See, one of the things that meditation does is it gives us a category of what calm looks like. But for some of us, we need to practice more than just meditation. We need to practice getting activated and then coming back down to calm. And so we're going to do that today. I want to invite you to find a comfortable position, sitting, standing, lying down, whatever would feel good to you. And if you're someone who likes to rock, I want you to notice your rocking, notice the ways that it keeps your nervous system active but at the same time soothed. And if you are rocking quickly, I invite you to slow it down subtly, just so that it's not anxiety that's driving the rocking, but instead it's more of a place of comfort and self-soothing. Another thing that people feel soothes them is to put their hand on their heart. So I invite you to do that, playing around with which hand feels just right. 
And if you at any time feel like you're getting lighter or floating, and I invite you to open your eyes to take a break from this episode and look around the room, noticing the safety that you have in this space. There is no judgment or shame in stopping the recording. We really need to honor our nervous system, which sometimes says not today. We cannot help getting triggered. What we can support is how we respond next. So part of you taking care of your nervous system is when you notice that you are getting lighter and lighter. Your nervous system is saying, not today. So you honor that by taking a break. And you can count your hand, your fingers. (laughs) You can count objects in the room. You can sing a song. All things to help you distract yourself until your state of mind is back grounded. So as you're settling in, I invite you to soften your eyes, soften your forehead, soften your jaw by taking the tongue off the roof of your mouth, making your tongue heavy, soften your hands, and notice your breath. As you're breathing in through your nose or your mouth, notice as it travels down into your chest, maybe your lungs or your diaphragm. I invite you to just notice no judgment. A deeper breath is not a better breath. Just notice your breath right now. Tracking it and settling in. So as you find yourself in this place where your eyes are soft, your jaw is relaxed, your hands are loose, I want you to practice introducing something that causes a little bit of anxiety. We want to pick something that would be on a scale of 1 to 10, about a 4. So a 1 would be something that really wouldn't cause any anxiety. And a 10 would be very concerning, almost into a panic. And I'm really not going to give you any examples because I I don't want to trigger anyone. So find inside of you something that is a four or a five. Don't worry too much about whether it's right, if you have the number right. I can give you an example from my own life. Back to my son thinking about his English grade and what we need to do about it so it doesn't keep dropping. Or another example is we have a car that keeps stalling out, so we need to make a decision about what to do. But we do have some options, and that's why 
the car situation would be a four or five. So bring your mind to your scenario. Allow yourself to think about the concern. Where does your worry show up in your body? Does it have a shape or a size? Does it show up in your muscle tension, your breathing? Allow yourself to name the worries that you have. They're in your mind or out loud. And see if you can straddle this, the tension of both observing your nervous system, but also allowing your nervous system to notice the anxiety. And now I want you to notice inside of you, what are the parts that feel competent to handle the situation? And let those parts of you show up. Maybe you have a detective part or a curious part who likes to explore without needing to make conclusions yet. Maybe you have a younger part that is incredibly resilient. Allow your mind to notice all the parts of you that feel up to the task of meeting this anxiety scenario. And name those parts Maybe even give them a role here. What parts of your anxiety can they hold? And in your mind, give each one of them a piece of anxiety, a piece of concern. And in your mind, just see them with their hands out, holding that anxiety, saying, I got this. I'm going to hold on to this part. And as you are handing each part of your concern to that internal part of you, See what happens in your body. How is it landing there? This reality that you're enough. That you're going to be able to take on this anxiety. It's not going to overwhelm you. Maybe if your muscles are tight and you love fuzzy blankets... Visualize your younger self wrapping you up 
in that fuzzy blanket. Give it a color. Allow your younger self to whisper to you, we can do this. Relax your hands. Relax your jaw. Relax your eyes, your forehead. So your mental team has gathered. They've given you validation, maybe affirmation, confirmation. And allow your mind to go back and see where that is landed. And again, feeling the warmth of your hand if it's on your chest. Visualizing the parts of you that are up for the challenge. In some situations, the anxiety isn't going to go away. The idea is to tolerate it so that it doesn't reach that eight or nine. It's all about tolerating, not getting overwhelmed, not get into fight or flight or shutting down, numbing. Keep sticking with these images until you feel a deep, spontaneous breath emerge. It's a sign that you've returned to baseline. And if your mind keeps going off into that worry place, I encourage you to reverse the podcast so that you can listen again to grounding. Allowing yourself the time and the space to really feel in your body, in your embodied brain, that you're not alone and you're going to be able to manage these uncomfortable feelings. Again, no judgment when we redo things or do them more than once. Now it's, it's such a delight. So much of our life is spent overriding what's going on inside of us. And during these practices, we really want to honor what we need, even if it feels like we're the only one. I want to assure you you're not. You're not at all. It means nothing negative or bad. If you pause the episode, if you start again, there's no judgment. It simply means your nervous system needs more time. And there's no, no, no conclusion, conclusion about that. Sometimes that's just, again, the facts of not sleeping enough. 
or facing a situation at work that you really just need more support. Don't let your mind put judgment on it. So now, in this place of groundedness, I want to invite you to open your eyes, if your eyes are closed, and look around the room. Take in a favorite color. Allow yourself to notice what visually you're really enjoying in this moment. So as we close, I want to remind you that the practice of coming out of the anxiety spiral is the shift, is the pause, allowing yourself to sit in the unknown, getting comfortable with uncertainty, getting comfortable with the not knowing really helps your anxiety spirals. You don't need to be prepared for everything. So take in your surroundings, allowing yourself to feel safe, even if you don't know how to move forward with your situation or concern. Remind yourself, I don't need to have all the answers. I don't need to be perfect. I'm not alone. I want to remind you that you are a sacred being full of dreams and possibilities. And allow yourself in this moment to not be worried about all that is outside of your control. Live in this space. Take in the wonder of your breath that's giving you life. You are enough. You matter. And as you transition back into your day, I again am going to play the full version of Celtic Dawn, inviting you to enjoy the sounds, continue to reacquaint yourself with this space of groundedness and calm. If you haven't done so already, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, take care.